Good morning and welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Good morning, Vietnam. That no, was a good went, movie. You went there, huh? Had to do it. Had to do it. We haven't done that in a while. Well, it's because it's it's I got the mustache and I went to that movie with my dad. For the, that was like your Back first the movie day. at the theater, right? You were saying? That was it. With Jeff with Robinette? Jeff Robinette, Tim Robinette, and my, and my father. The Robinettes. Legends. They are legends. Legends in the river. In the river. We're, we're talking about the kind river Kind of a today. good theme today. We got uh, Hunter Wilson, the Lake Wiley guru, is our guest today. So we're going to get all uh, all up to the know on what's happening on, on the river. We call it the river. We don't call it Lake Wiley. I don't know. Talk talk behind Hunter's back. Uh, That's fancy stuff, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Who, yeah. We river rats. <laughs> you know? Come on. I hear you, man. And you're wearing your BWF hat. Yeah. Brent Beeson's my homeboy. Got to support my friends. I agree. I have a bunch of hats, like a ton of hats. I think I got the biggest hat collection, and I weed it out every so often. Uh, Actually, Hunter gave me a Lake Wiley hat, similar to the one he has on in the studio today. Uh, So I've rocked it a time or two, kind of get it working into the cycle. I like wearing my friends' business hats. Uh... Because people ask about them, and they get to talk about my buddies, like just like doing, this radio like show. Like we're doing right now. Exactly, Patrick. BWF. Man. Catch. And we just went up. Yeah, we were took, just with them. Yeah. Took those guys up to the mountains, played a little golf, little uh, customer hangout. Appreciation. So uh, that was good. Got to got to put the pounding on your head. Mm. Nah. Ooh, dang. I didn't go it's there. Still, it's, still, it's still a scar. It's still, uh, that wound is still pretty open. So how the kiddies doing? Everybody's back in school, I guess. Yeah. My kids have been back now for, this will be their third week. So Mecklenburg County started back on a Monday, which is r- rare. Normally they start on like a Wednesday. Yeah. But they uh, they started on Monday. Scarlett is uh, in sixth grade. She's walking to school. And so that's got mama all nervous. Like, wow. Sure she gets there because uh, we're both at work by the time school starts. That's an old school thing to walk to school. Yeah. Right? I like it. It's I good. like it too. Yeah. I think it's really neat. A lot of neighborhood kids do that. Really? In our yeah, I mean they, 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 they all walk together. Yeah, it's kind of a little pack. The, the Cotswold neighborhood. Kind of a little pack. That's what y'all do over there. That's on that's that side what, of town. Yes, we're learning that. This is new. It'd be a long walk for my kids. Yep. We live on the river. <laughs> they could swim, or they could, they could swim. <laughs> they could swim to <laughs> the other side of the river. There you go. <laughs> but Daddy always never let us swim across the river. That's something you know. If, if you grow up on the river, because everybody would want to swim across. You ever swim across with life jacket or no life jacket? Well, I think you're really not that bright if you don't wear a life jacket. But boats can't see somebody swimming in the river, so it's very, very, very dangerous. That was something my dad impounded in our head. Um, swimming across the river, no, no. Jumping off the railroad trussle, no, no. So, whoa, 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 how many times did you do each? Neither, never. Never? Never did either one of them. I thought you were a little more defiant than that. No, nah, the river is, uh, is 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 somewhat muddy. Dutchman's Creek delivers some mud to the river up above us near Mount Holly. Yep. And uh, you never know what's floating about five feet below the surface, so you jump and land on a, land on a submerged log or something, uh, you'd be paralyzed for life. So that was... Kind of impounded in my head as well. Ah, okay. I can't say I'd never jumped off a cliff, but usually it's into clear, clear Caribbean water. water or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're worried about the floating logs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you're worried about your safety. That, that's pretty dangerous. You don't want to so, hit a log. Uh, I know hitting a log with a boat isn't good either. Mm, really? I hit, I don't think I hit stuff with my boat all the time. That's <laughs> I why I have an old boat. <laughs> oh, but I, I have an old boat. Too. I'll tell you a funny story. We were at the, at, at the beach in, on the Inner Coastal Waterway, and I was riding the boat. We were going a pretty good clip, and a dolphin, I mean, I couldn't stop. It, 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 it surfaced right in front of the boat. It just goes, boom. You hit it? I hit it. Oh my gosh! Isn't that ter- and and you I was said like, "This on the radio." Oh my gosh! Like, there's nothing I could have do to You're going to down. Stop it. Yeah, it, it it was okay. I think I didn't. Uh, I went back. We slowed down. Went back. Made sure you know see what's going on. He said, ah, 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 ah. Yeah, I felt terrible. I still feel terrible. Goodness gracious! I don't think it said that though. He said, ar, ar, "It said ar, ar, ar. ow." Goodness gracious! <laughs> it's like, wow. man, I'm just, I'm just swimming here, and some jerk hits me in his boat. I have a very old boat, too. That's what he said? That's what he said. <laughs> I think it might have been a female dolphin. I think it went off and told all his dolphin cronies. I went yeah, to take him down. started chasing you. Why are the dolphins following me? Yeah. No, it, I, I jumped off a cliff one time in Aruba. We were on this trip, oh, and we cool. took a boat, and we go up. We're go, we know we're going to jump off a cliff, and we get up there, and we have some, some hosts, some Arubian guys helping us. And I said... It's pretty high. I said, the only way I'm going to be able to do a flip is if I just go do it, like, right away. And I don't, I don't think about it. I wanted to do a flip, show, show off. We had, you know, it was a group of people. And uh, I go up and just, boom, do a flip. And the, about halfway through the flip, the guy's like, no! And so I opened my flip up and landed on my, did a back buster. That was, uh, that was not cool. That dude's like, you crazy. I was like, yeah, you might be right. <laughs> Reagan said, uh, yeah, you want him? <laughs> I don't know. That's nuts. Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah. It, was, it was one of those thoughtless things that I, I've done in my life. Uh, yeah, man, I got to tell my little boy, Ford pulled the fire alarm oh, at man. school. Oh, no. Man. We're telling all our secrets It's today. not cool. And But he said, I, I'm going I'm to vouch for him. I'm a, I'm, now I'm that parent. But he said he thought it was a button to open the door. They have some, you know, the the uh, like the handicap buttons. Yeah. And it is right beside the door. So uh, then we said, well, why didn't when everybody had to evacuate the building and we were waiting on the fire truck, why didn't you say anything then? He said, because I was scared. <laughs> so I bet you he won't do that again. I know. And then re- to Reagan's point, you know, what I mean, we've never taught our kids to not do that. Like you know that that it's bad. I don't know how I learned that. I guess because uh, my godfather, Timmy Robinette, was a fire captain. Don't mess with the you, fire. You Thank y'all for your service. All right. We have Hunter Wilson, the Lake Wiley guru, when we return. You're listening to At Home with Roby. Hope you're having a good morning. Welcome back. At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. If you missed the first segment. Podcast. Go back and laugh a little. Hopefully. Laugh a little bit. Hunter, Hunter, was, Hunter was laughing. Pretty Re- funny. Reagan doesn't think I'm funny. She the thinks- dolphin didn't think it was funny. <laughs> no, man, I know. I can't believe oh, I told Lord. that. That was terrible. I felt, I felt awful, man. I mean, I really did. It was like, I mean, what I've never doing? hit a dolphin in the river. Uh, you don't have that. You don't have to worry about it. You might, might have hit a, a catfish or giant two. catfish. <laughs> yeah, goodness gracious. So, Hunter, your uh, your brother Banks has been on the show before. Uh, Union uh, shares property with us over across the street here on Moorhead. A uh, good friend of mine, and uh, 
both of y'all grew up in the Lake Wiley Steel Creek area. Yep. Yeah. So we grew up uh, kind of really close to where the um, Top Golf facility is down in Steel Creek, and then we moved out to Lake Wiley. Uh, I guess I was in middle school. Banks was probably late middle school. So, so, so Banks is the older brother. Yeah, he's got me by two years. Oh man. Yeah. You me take him out for you? Oh. He chased me around this around the yard with a stick a few times, but uh. I, I've had I've been with y'all a couple of times. We had this little project kind of kind of kind of working on, and uh, and and it's cool to see y'all act like brothers together. I will say we've got a unique relationship. We live about five houses down from each other on the same street, and uh, you know we can talk business in in one frame of reference, and then we can completely switch it up and be brothers in another. So it's uh it's a unique unique relationship for sure so hunter your brother's a self-made entrepreneur you're a self-made entrepreneur i want to ask you about the first business you started i think (laughs) you started it while you were in college actually it goes back before that really yeah when i was in high school at olympic uh which was also in still creek yeah um i uh i started i worked at the uh the uh, hardware store at the time i was fixing lawnmowers doing that kind of thing and then i started this is all the different jobs i've had that led me to entrepreneurship then after that i was a chinese delivery guy whole nother line of stories pretty funny about I bet that your car smelled good oh wait till i get to, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah he's gonna go in the detailing business yeah i'm okay. hungry that came into play in college when i was trying to take girls out and it smelled like soy sauce but <laughs> anyway so i was a chinese delivery guy but then i got working at the airport doing the um doing the uh, smart cart business, you know, where you rent the little carts. Yeah. Well, I was the guy that drove the little buggy around collecting the carts from the parking lots and bringing them back to the airport. Huh. So I would do that after school. But every time I would leave work from the airport, I would notice this huge line of taxis. This is, now, this is before Uber and Lyft, give it. So I would notice this huge line of taxis, and none of them were really too worried about picking up customers, and there was a huge line of people waiting for taxis. So I would get in my Buick Skylark, which was a beater and smelled like soy sauce, <laughs> And I went and I bought this huge magnet, just white magnet, wrote the word taxi on it and slapped it on the side of my door and just pulled my car up in the taxi line. So I just started picking up people. And man, that, what? this was back when I was in high school. So $20 cab fare to, you know, the uptown whatever hotel, you know, was gas for three weeks back Dude. then. You know, so I was hustling it. You know, right, right whoa, then. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You had to. Did somebody, nobody ever said anything to you? Yeah, no, absolutely. I got I pulled to... over and the police thought it was the funniest thing. They called my parents. They did not think it was the funniest thing. Oh, and, no. you know, and, and of course I got in trouble. And You got pulled over by the police because you had taxi on your car? Yeah, and the funny thing is. <laughs> it's like is a contract, right? You back then you had to have like a license. And now like anybody with a driver's license can drive yeah, an Uber and point. take people for pay. So. But yeah, I mean, the, back then the officer thought it was pretty funny and thought it'd be even funnier to call my mom. So, um, oh no, yeah. But I kept doing it uh, without permission <laughs> of my parents. And then I, and again, this is before GPS, so I was all the way up in Greensboro sometime and got lost and had to call my parents because I didn't know how to get home. It was bad. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I got went in, went to UNC Charlotte, and then that's where I started my first business. It was a marketing company that focused on advertising for bars and nightclubs. Uh, this was before Instagram. Uh, Facebook was around, but it was just for college students. And um, what we would do is go in with like high-end camera equipment and really show what the vibe was um, at, at a nightclub or a bar and put it online and people could see it um, the next morning. Really kicked off and, and became this big popular thing around Charlotte. We started selling 
different franchises around the country to different cities. Um, but then once Instagram came around, it just really started to die off. The whole allure yeah. of getting your picture taken and publicized became not so cool. Um, and loved that business when I was in my 20s and 30s. Yeah. I was I was pretty fortunate to sell the business uh, before COVID and kind of kind of got kind of got back into my passion which is on the water and started doing uh, boat rentals down on Lake Wiley and real estate on Lake Wiley so pretty much now everything I do is on the river. Can you say the name of the business or? I mean it's still around so yeah. it originally was carolinanightlife.com and uh, then once we started franchising and selling the other cities we we transitioned to Charlotte website just to charlottenightlife.com and it's the website's still around. Well, well I remember I though. I remember it too. I, I mean yeah. it was yeah. pre-kids for us early 2000s. Yep. Yeah, pre-kids. And Bar <laughs> Charlotte have a nice day cafe. Yeah, the hut. And, and you you do like Christmas parties on there and for stuff. Sure. Uh yeah, I remember that. So uh yeah, Banks had told me that. That is so cool. And then in 2013 you opened your pontoon rental business? Correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's housed on near my house, right? Yeah, it's just, I mean, I, I wouldn't swim to it, but it is swimming distance from your house. <laughs> it and is. <laughs> it's uh, right across the river from your house. And uh, it's we're located at Riverside Marina in Belmont. So it's the closest uh, facility to Uptown Charlotte. And uh, we've got a fleet of 13 pontoon boats, all wow. identical. So don't complain about which boat you get. And, um, yeah, we're, we're the largest daily rental fleet on Lake Wiley. And you, Patrick, yeah, I kept when my boat you, there last summer. You don't mm-hmm. now because you I haven't don't. brought a home. I know. Well, he's keeps hitting dolphins, and the yeah. boat don't work anymore. What? When you started that business, how many pontoon boats did you start with? Well, so one, and in difference to my brother, my brother and you, for that matter, likes to get into growth businesses where I'm more of a lifestyle business. I kind of fell into it. I owned a pontoon boat. My buddies would call me and say, hey, I'll give you some gas money if you let me borrow your boat. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you used to do the taxi thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I kept, <laughs> I'm, uh, I kept loaning out my boat for gas money, and then I started charging a little bit more. And then it got to the point where I didn't have a boat to use when I wanted it. So I bought a second boat, immediately put it on Groupon back when Groupon was the cool <laughs> thing to do. And, I mean, within a month, the, the boat paid for itself just in Groupon sales. So I bought a third boat and um, just kind of grew it organically from there, one boat at a time. That is that is cool, man. What a, Patrick's yeah, over is, here astonished. That's he, awesome. Yeah, no, I was going to pull out all these, no. these, these stops what well, we got up our sleeve. Uh, and, and you're also in the real estate business. Yep, yep. So I had so many people renting pontoon boats to go look at Waterfront that I was I, it was just a no-brain side hustle to me. So I was like... <laughs> Um, well, I know the river pretty well. And I can tell you where you don't want to live and where you, you know, where it would be a good spot. And and uh, so I got my real estate license and started getting on the boats with these people and showing them where the where the good houses were. That's cool. That is cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, and you worked for you had a run. You worked for a while with David McCorkle. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's been on here. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, crazy oh, nice. McCorkle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's old school real From estate. From the west side. Yep. Oh, yeah. He's the west side. Yeah. What you think about that, McCorkle? Yeah, he's down there in Clover. <laughs> yeah. He, he he went to Harding as well. Uh, <laughs> so, me and McCorkle have some west side, uh, smells like dead catfish in, in our minds. <laughs> so, uh, what cove do you live in? What's the name of that cove? So, I live in Brown's Cove. Brown's Cove. Yep. And you have a beautiful lot, man. Dang, I, mean, I got I got lucky with the lot for sure. You did good. It's uh, it's it's a cool house. You did you build that house? I did. You did build that. Did you GC it? 
No, huh? So we hired a, a, a local guy here in Charlotte to build the house. We spent more time designing it with his in-house architect than we than it took to build the house. Um, I will say, my wife couldn't really visualize blueprints like I like I could. So we had them mock it up in 3D, so the so we could actually like fly through the house before they they built it yeah, and walk cool. through it through the house and see it. And that's when it really got to be a, a fun experience for both of us. Well, Dad used to always tell me, uh, I, I live beside my dad, and we live on a hill on the main channel. Mm-hmm. And he used to always say, buy a flat lot, flat lot. You got the flat lot covered, dude. Oh, yeah, it is as flat as you can get. <laughs> and it's it's so flat that when the lake floods, yeah, I have to walk. This is going to blow your mind. I have to walk uphill up my ramp to get to my dock so my dock ramp is actually going uphill oh my gosh wow that's how that's how flat my lot is nice it's it's, uh it's a really cool lot and every time i see see it your house is so so it's a perfect for the lot uh very good water appeal yeah how about that yeah it's got a good Uh, curb appeal too it looks good on the other side you just haven't seen it (laughs) i've seen it from the other side i sometimes snoop down that way a little bit now i wish i had a i wish i had thought about having more more babies when i built the house but uh we built it pretty modest size and and now it's now it's kind of tight i know somebody can help you with an addition uh, potentially but uh (laughs) hey will you stick around for another segment yeah we're just warming up here uh on the at home with roby show we got hunter wilson the lake wildly guru when we return Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Hazen from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts, talking all things Riva. I think we got it's the first time we've ever had the guru, a guru on the show. A guru, an actual guru. And he isn't even bashful. He's like, yeah, man, I'm the guru. He, it says it on his, it says the guru. So, 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 the, so don't you sit on the Lake Wiley Commission? Yes, yeah, so there are nine commissioners, three from each county, Mecklenburg County, Gaston County, and uh, York County, and I'm one of the three Mecklenburg County Lake Wiley Marine Commissioners. That is cool, man. That how long you been really doing cool, that? Yeah. Uh, let's see. So I am going into my sixth year. I'm the vice chair right now, and um, after my sixth year, I have to I have to step down. So I'll have to. I'll Do have you to get to roll back on? I think I have to be off for one year or three years, something like that, yep. and then I can I can be appointed back on it if somebody thinks I did a good job. I just got permanently booted off the Make a Wish uh, board for Central and Western North Carolina. You do six years, you take a you you got to take a year off, mm-hmm. and then you can only do one more six year stint. And I remember when I started the board, I was like, my gosh, these guys have done this for twelve years plus the year off. This is crazy. And then I'm that guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, once you get are. into something, you get passionate about it, and uh, yeah. and the Marine Commission is is interesting because, um, you know, I grew up on the lake, and like you said, it's a muddy lake, and there's some a lot of dangers out there, and you really get intimate with with what's really going on with the water. And you'd mentioned Dutchman's Creek. You, you know, right now we're working on the South Fork River Health Committee, trying to clean up that part of the lake, which is which is from an environmental standpoint one of the one of the most in need areas. South Fork. The South Fork River is okay. the dirtiest part of the lake. It really? needs a lot of help. Yeah, there's that river's so long. You know, there's it goes all the way through like um, pretty much all the way through Gaston County, all the huh. way through uh, all the way up to uh, what's that City of Lights during the Christmas time? McAdenville. McAdenville. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that river goes all the way yeah. up through there. There's a lot of industry, pork pork farms and stuff that it goes by. So it dumps a lot of crap into the river. Um, yeah, when when you're on 85 headed headed. Uh, west 
you cross over South Fort right there before the McAdenville exit. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, a yarn factory there on the mm-hmm. right. Yep. Uh, and all of those factories have a have a discharge permit where they can just discharge things into the into the river, and all that ends up into the lake. So yeah, that's stuff the Marine Commission looks at. So, so protecting the river for longevity mm-hmm. and health. That is so good. I mean, I think you, you know, we 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 talk a lot about that. How in our business we 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 lead the remodeling association, and Patrick's led that. I've led that. We lead the homebuilders association and stuff because we're trying to give back and set the example for our industry. And I mean, you're doing exactly that with, with giving back your time and and your efforts here on the Lake Wiley Commission. So thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate it. I enjoy it. So so I can complain to you when I have a yeah. You can even come to a meeting. When that, when that log goes flying by. When yeah, when, right when, jumps when, off when the a tree's floating trails. down in front of my house, I'm going to call you and complain. Yep. Mm-hmm. Send, start texting you pictures yeah. of stuff. So, so with, like, with with that, like where where does your jurisdiction start and where does it end? The commission? Yeah. Uh, right at the waterline. So <clears throat> Duke Power, it, a lot of people don't realize this, Duke Power owns all of the land underneath the water. Okay. And so when you want to build a house and you want to put a, a dock in, you actually got to go to Duke and yep. say, hey, look, I want to put a put a pole into the ground that you own underneath the water for my dock to, to be supported by. Yep. And that's where the, the dock permitting process comes in. Um, but the Marine Commission, their preview is all the way up to the 571.3 line, which is, uh, you know, the high water mark for Lake Wiley. And it starts at uh, the Mountain Island Dam on the north side yeah, all the way down to the, was that Clover? Yep, yep. Clover yep. Dam? Mm-hmm. I don't really go that far I don't, south. I, that I don't often. either. What there's is, a lake. There's a Lake Norman Marine Commission, and there used to be a Mountain Island Marine Commission as well, but it went defunct. Um, we're actually in the process of trying to help that community get, get another commission ramp wow. back up so what is the what is i guess that would be the most southern point of the of the lake or, mm-hmm. or and, I mean, obviously you, you mentioned the mountain island where it, where it starts where does it end so i mean it's a hydro dam so there's a dam at the top and the dam at the bottom i don't think i've ever seen the dam at the bottom yeah i don't think i i mean i've gone I'm down there you've as seen a the kid. one at the top most people don't make it all the way up there I, yeah hey, i love going up there you gotta watch out my dad you say those turtles up there they're <laughs> they're uh really rocks <laughs> he said man i took my boat he got his boat this is his boat uh i just helped my mom get uh the registration done on the boat and it's in great shape because i always sat in the boathouse an old 84 ebb tide uh that i grew up on yeah. and right when he got that boat he went up there to the mountain island dam and he i think his prop his propeller hit hit some turtles yeah well hey in 2019 <laughs> we had that flood and there was pontoons and trees yeah i mean pontoon whole pontoons were going over the dam and docks were going over the dam really falling into falling into people's trees underneath the dam it was wow it was the worst worst flood we've had in a really long time i mean that area up there though that river drive uh mm-hmm. along there i have some buddies up that way it's a really cool area yeah but it, oh, man. it's awesome yeah and the the current can start to rip through there it so can. i mean it's a different it's definitely a different lifestyle living up there than than on like the the lake proper area it is now tell me about the allen steam plant that's a steam plant that's between our houses correct uh kind of across from where the new river district's gonna go yeah uh are they gonna decommission that yeah so it's um the Catawba Riverkeeper, uh, which is a foundation that's kind of similar to the Marine Commission, but they, they they work to protect the whole river basin that goes all the way up to, you know, almost up to Asheville. They were uh, intrament, uh, critical in, in getting Duke to understand that, that those ash ponds that they were 
putting the ash in. I'm at, I don't know the technical yep. stuff. But anyway, they, they had some contamination issues in, into the Gaston County, Belmont area's water table, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had to clean all that up. But through that, they decided just to phase out the steam plant. Now, what the long-term plans Duke has for the, the plant itself um, is still TBD. But um, to my understanding, by 2025, 2030, something like that, they're, the, the coal ash plant will, will not be operational. Well, maybe that can be one of our projects, too, because Reagan thinks that would be a really cool hotel. Oh, I think they're going tr- <laughs> to if you If you were to ask me what they're going to do with it, I think they're going to change it into a different type of power plant. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, they already I, I, I would like to see those steam stacks come down, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think that they're going to just plow it all down and just and you know it's going to be a brownfield i mean there's you're not going to be able to put homes there that's right um so i mean it's going to have to be like public recreation or something yeah uh, if they don't turn it into another power plant so hunter has earned his induction into the luxury home market institute's guild of real estate work what is this (laughs) so as a realtor you can you can take some continuing education and get in all sorts of different little buzzwords and that's just yeah yeah it's another little buzzword for realtors to say "Ooh, i I can sell luxury homes but (laughs) uh yeah i mean it's i I sell waterfront homes that are generally a million plus uh property homes so you know i need to be able to when i'm talking to somebody that that has a waterfront house like you i need to be able to say hey look this isn't my first rodeo i've sold i've sold some expensive stuff before i know i know the lingo i know what to expect when a buyer comes in i know what they're what they're looking for and and that's pretty much all that. And is. you've also earned your strategic <laughs> pricing specialist designation. Yeah, another, that's pretty impressive. He's going yeah. down the list, isn't he? Hey, if a realtor <laughs> doesn't know how to price a house, I shouldn't just be pick, a realtor. I'm just picking on you, Hunter. <laughs> that's uh, that's probably a problem. I would think so as yeah. well. That's what? like you having your uh, nail to hammer. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> certification <laughs> right hand swing yeah. hard you got yeah. the, the right hand hammer hammer guild it's so funny i remember when dad was teaching me how to hammer and i was a kid trying to hammer i'd hold the hammer real high up because you know i didn't have the letter dad's like move, move your hand down the hammer handle it's just all about leverage mm-hmm. and now my kids when they hammer stuff the same way i'm like it's leverage kid don't try to like poke I mean, your handle hit yeah. the nail yeah when you miss so what is the density of houses on Lake Wiley relative to, do you know, relative to Mountain Island or Lake Norman? So we are more dense than Mountain Island, but quite a bit less dense than Lake Norman. Lake Norman, um, I believe the last time I looked, um, I wasn't expecting this question, so yeah. don't quote me oh, on yeah. these numbers. Yeah, he's hitting it. <laughs> but I think Lake Norman is actually about 80-something percent built-out waterfront. And then Lake Wiley is down in like the 60, 70 percent. Okay. But Mountain Island, because that's actually the reservoir that we draw our, our city water from, is not as developed. Okay. But it's 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 way down below Lake Wiley. But you didn't know that question was coming, but you knew how to answer it. I didn't know. So I... So, Listeners, do not quote those numbers. Uh, that that's a, roughly though. That's roughly pretty what, good. What, we, we fake it a lot around here. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, until you yeah, make it. That's, that's it. my like motto. That's it. And just say Bates it. taught me that. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's he a hey, he's an entrepreneur uh, quintessential. Uh, yeah. So uh, what Hunter just said, Charlotte Mecklenburg gets their water source out of out of Mountain Island. Well, through the through the whole river basin, you know, because I mean, it's all one river. It flow anything that. You know, all water all flows downhill, so it comes all the way from Lake James up in Asheville, all the way down to us. 
Well, Hunter, man, it was awesome. I learned so much today and had fun. Yeah. Give yourself a plug. How can people look you up? Oh, man. Uh, LakeWiley.guru is a good place. And if you're interested in some boat rentals, LakeWileyBoatRental.com. LakeWileyBoatRental.com, fleet of 13 right across the river. I could even swim there. Hunter Wilson, Lake Wiley Guru. Thanks for being here, buddy. You're listening to At Home with Roby. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Trent, we got in a little trouble last week. Waka chaka ha! How we, cool was Hunter? Hunter's awesome. Now that was great. I did. I mean, I said it was cool to see you guys interact. I mean, growing up on the river together. I just kind of sat back and listened. I feel like a member of the audience. Well, I'm going to tell you, Hunter and I, I've known of Hunter my, most of my life, uh, similar to Banks. Uh, and Banks and I have share an office and redeveloping our office about eight years ago, really got to become yeah. good friends. Actually, his his former named company, uh, Studio Banks, actually built our first Angel Ruby yeah, website that's right. um, some years ago. So Banks and I become really good friends, and then through Banks and Bo Byram and those guys uh, that grew up around Hunter in, in that more Still Creek area, uh, Hunter and I have hit it off really well in the last couple of years. So. Yeah, it just seems like a really nice He's guy. He's cool, man. Yeah. He, I mean, I, Hunter, I mean, Banks is cool, too. So uh, the, Will, the Brothers Wilson. Brothers Wilson. There you go. Yeah, but Trent, we, we, we got in trouble. We're in trouble. We're in the doghouse, right? We, now. we are in the doghouse, and I don't know how we're going to make it up. We might have to go one one past the cornhole tournament, but uh, everybody knows that our cornhole yep. tournament. I think it's our fourteenth annual this year, November fifth. Is it fourteenth or fifteenth? It is. Uh, I need to know the answer to that question. I think I it's the fifteenth. Fifteenth, I believe. Yeah, oh right. eight. No, no, oh eight. Yeah, we if you count 08 and you count 22, it's the fifteenth annual. We skipped a year, so it's the fourteenth fourteenth tournament. tournament. Uh, but but it supports every year the Make a Wish Foundation of Central and Western North Carolina. Y'all know we uh, how passionate we are about about the Make a Wish Foundation and and the mission of the Make a Wish Foundation. So the ten shows leading up to the tournament, we always tell a wish story, get everybody excited and 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 understand the meaning and the reason for what we do. Uh, and try to help the Make a Wish brand so we can grant more wishes for we, these we, yeah, children I mean, and families. And we, we had Chris Weber on a couple weeks ago, right? And he was talking about, I mean, the dynamics of the wish have changed, Trent. Yep. I mean, really, from the last you know, COVID, obviously changed everything for everybody. But um, there's a there's a new trend he's seeing with campers. Yep, I wish to have a camper, um, which on average is about a seventeen thousand dollar wish. So they, you know, they. We want to be able to fund Make a Wish to be able to do as many wishes as they can through the Roby family, but also through you, the audience, listeners. I mean, it, any any money you give to Make a Wish is is definitely a, a good investment uh, in not only the organization but just in some young person's life. Okay, you're going to talk about Noah. I got Noah. Yeah, some seven year old wish kid Noah li- loves the outdoors, going fishing and making s'mores by the campfire. What? Who doesn't like doing that? For his wish, Noah asked for a camper to provide him with a dedicated safe space when traveling. He has a respiratory disorder that requires him to use five different devices for breathing treatments. Thanks to Noah's wish come true, he no longer has to move back and forth between his outdoor adventures and his hotel room for a treatment. His devices are always nearby, allowing him more time to enjoy the great outdoors and simple joys of childhood. I mean, how cool is that? Yeah, man. I mean, it, it, we, we got to talk about our, our, our platinum sponsors, Trent, too, that help us make this thing possible. So far, we got Drive Pro Foundation and Crawlspace, Home Technology Solutions, and United Healthcare. I mean, we already have platinum sponsors. It's great. 
The average cost of a I wish to have a camper was request. You said seventeen thousand dollars. And Make a Wish of Central and Western North Carolina uh, has granted fifteen camper wishes so this cool. year. Yeah. So man, I think that's a wonderful wish. It helps keep the family and the and the child safe and uh, help them enjoy this beautiful world that we live in. I mean, absolutely. Especially in North Carolina, you and I just came back from the mountains oh and gosh. we were talking about we did a hike. Uh, before we, we came back to town today, we talked about we have this in the west, and then the and then the salt water in the east. It's, it's the mean, best state in the United States. It is the me. best state in the United States. And we, we let's 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 make this clear. We didn't do a hike. We did a hard hike. I mean, that's been, I try to warn people. I mean, don't I'm I? telling you what. I mean, the first time I did it, I was like, "What is this?" I'll tell you. We got about halfway through, and there's a rock where you can lean over at the edge. I'm like, "Ha, oh, good, we made it." Oh, that was rough. And you're right. Like, All right, we're about a third of the I way think there. You said we did 79 flight of stairs. It, it was a, 1. Right, we'll 1.2 miles. I'm at now it was close to that. It was total of I think 74 flights. 74 flights. 2. I tried 4, to fluff it up. 2.4 miles. So 74 flights of stairs. And 2.4 miles up and back. 1.2 up. 1.2 yep. down. Down's yep. a lot easier. Going down's easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely easier. Except you feel like you're gonna gonna maybe Slip. fall yeah. yeah it was a little muddy yeah uh and then there was a big rock overturned and uh and Brent on the path and brent beeson kicked it <laughs> the yellow jackets went but <laughs> berserk that'd be a bad place to get about 100 stings you'd be uh, mm. <laughs> yeah he's got that big old size 14 he's, man. he could do some damage some big some shoes. i said whoa hey <laughs> one got me in my hand made me look like i had muscles <laughs> I'd do anything to look like I have muscles. <laughs> but this year's cornhole tournament's at Freedom Park. It's always at Freedom Park November the last, 5th. I think, 10 years. And November the 5th, Saturday, yep. November the 5th. So put it on your calendar because we're excited. Anybody can come hang out. And, and check it out. Uh, and special thing, WBT is obviously our, our radio right. sponsor. So oh I always want to plug these guys. TJ, here. you are a handsome sponsor. He wow. Does. Got that handlebar mustache going. I like it. Man. So, how good was our show today, TJ? You approve? Yeah. All right. Well, man, Hunter Wilson is he's he's yeah. he's he's a piece of work, isn't he? Very cool. Man has got some tricks up his sleeve. You yes, start reading does. out all of his designations and stuff, make you feel inferior. Guild. Goodness gracious. Hey, thanks for listening today. Listen, go do the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated, and smile on this Sunday. Thanks for listening to At Home with Roby. <laughs>